Hello, and welcome to the 10th episode of The Register. And I was just thinking about that this morning, how um, I'm very grateful that we're at the 10th. It doesn't seem like it's been that long, Mm -hmm. and it kind of does at the same time. And by the time you're hearing this, it'll be even further into the future (laughs) than, you know, probably a month from now. But, uh, yeah, I'm grateful for all the listeners that we have, and we've had... Um, several downloads and a few followers, and I hope we get more and more um, in the United States, in our own um, uh, state, and in other countries. Yeah. So that's very cool. Um, and I know I need to stop saying um. I've been listening to the recordings, and we say um a lot. I am going to work on that, and I'm going to work on slowing my pace down. Uh, for some reason, I feel rushed, and... It doesn't need to be like that. So apologies for that, but I'm working on it. We're new to this. <laughs> yeah. But I think it sounds good, and uh, we've had nothing but positive feedback, so yeah. that's great. That's awesome. All right, so let's get into it. We're going to continue with the um, – oh, I'm sorry. I'm Caleb. Oh, I'm Blake. I forgot about that. Yeah, and this is the register, so uh, just I got caught up in myself for a second. But we're going to continue with um, – the internet's favorite hated band, Ghost. <laughs> so we left off with uh, the first album, Papa Emerita One, and um, the birth of Lucifer, which takes us into the second album, which is essentially a part two continuation of the first album. Like it's almost seamless, it goes right into it. Um, and with the second album comes. The firing of Papa One because he wasn't evil enough, so in comes Papa Two. Oh. Yeah. So we have a new singer, you know, a new face. And this album is called, uh, excuse my pronunciation, but um, Infestus Umum. That's kind of what I thought it was. That one was a really hard one to pronounce. Yeah. It, it came out in 2013. This album is about 48 minutes long, so it's one of the longer albums that we've listened to so far. And uh, the translation to that is the most hostile or the biggest threat, meaning the Antichrist. Ooh. Yeah. Um, like I said, this is the band's second album, and this is their major label debut. Um, in 2014, they actually won the Grammy for Best Hard Rock, Best Metal Album. Did they really? Yeah. Very cool. I had no idea. It is cool. And they were actually starting to chart. Um, In 2013, uh, U.S. Billboard 200, they were 28th. U.S. Top Hard Rock Albums, they were number one. And U.S. Top Rock Albums, they were number 10. Wow. And I didn't realize that at the time. Of course, I don't listen to any type of radio or anything like that. I kind of seek stuff out on my own, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, If I do, it's like generic radio, and that's Ghost isn't played on that typically. Yeah. so that's really cool. Um, I did not know that about them. But even though they did become like a major label band, uh, they still weren't seen and heard of like like Metallica and oh. such. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had no idea who they were. Yeah. So like when was it you told me them, about them about like six, seven months ago? Yeah, back in 2013. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think I knew anyone except for a couple people who had known them and, of course, people who have gone to the shows and stuff, but um, I didn't even know about them until 2013. But this is the first time 
I saw them live. I went to the um, Hail to the King tour in 2013. It was October 5th, and they were the opening band. Deftones played second, and then Avenged Sevenfold came along. So it was really cool. It was really cool to see them. I had checked them out because I essentially bought the tickets to see the Deftones. Mm -hmm. And I invited my cousin, who he's the one I usually go to concerts with. We have a lot of fun. I was like, hey, you want to go see the Deftones? He's like, yeah. And I was like, well, you should check out Ghost because they're the opening band. Sent him a couple links and stuff, and I checked them out myself. I'm like, what is <laughs> this? This is like, where have I been? You know, yeah. I was embarrassed. Like, I didn't know about these guys. So I, after that, I really got into them, and uh, it's really cool. And with this album, I think it they continue, like, the sound of the first album. It's just a little more produced. They obviously probably got a little more money, a little more experience recording under their belts, uh, better producers. Dave Grohl actually played drums on a couple songs on the album. So they're That's cool. they're getting there, you know. Um, I know we, we both like the first album, pretty yes. much all of it. Yep. Like, real cool, unique sound, uh, something a little bit different. Um, what are your initial thoughts on this album? I liked it, but I liked the first album better. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was definitely feeling the the first album way more. There was nothing wrong with this mm -hmm. one. It's just some of the songs didn't really jump out to me like in the first album. Sure. And one thing I noticed uh, like re-listening to this album and the first album is it is very like um they use a synth, but it's like organ yeah. sound. And it is very organ driven, like yeah. the songs are. To and me, this one had like a very 70s feel to it. Yeah. And I don't particularly care for that time period of music. I don't either, but I, I think the thing that makes it for me is I can kind of visualize what's going on in my head. And it's that, but it's like, a satanic yeah. <laughs> priest, like, and a satanic clergy, like, preaching from the pulpit. And it's just, like, this crazy imagery, and yeah. it sells it to me. Like, I can get into it. It's definitely a weird mental image. It is. Sure. It is. They have it down to a T. Um, it's, it's great to me. I love this stuff. But, uh, so, let's just get into the album. Um, the first song is the title track. And meaning, you know, uh, most hostile or antichrist, whatever you want to say. It starts off with this choir. And it's like a haunting, like evil sounding chant type. It was scary. Yeah. Honestly, choirs in general, uh -huh. when they sing like songs in Latin right. and stuff, it's, it's such a weird sound. I don't like it. it yeah. To me, it's very creepy. Um, but I did like, I thought that it fit very well going like, like with the guitars. Oh yeah. In, in that part. But I thought it was very scary. Yeah. This is kind of like an, ep like epic opening mm -hmm. track. Yep. It's pretty cool. Um, there's not a lot of lyrics. There's like a few that build up, but. The Antichristus. Yeah. Uh, son of scary. Satan. Yeah. Um, and it says the most hostile, hostile one. It's actually like in the lyrics. Well, it's translated to that anyway. Uh, but I, I like, I think it's a great opening track. Um, Very fitting. It is. Which I think we could agree, like the past nine albums that we've talked about and like reviewed or whatever, the first track has been pretty great on all of them, I think. Mm -hmm. 
I think we've agreed on that. That this one's uh, no different. So the second song, again, um, I'm not Swedish. I don't speak in Latin. I don't know any of that kind of stuff. But it's uh, Per Aspera Ad Infera. Uh, I think it's Per Aspera Ad Inferi. Aspera ad inferi. I think I think that's kind of what it sounded to me like in the the lyrics. Oh, of okay. The song. Okay, that makes I sense. I could be I could be butchering it. I have no idea. Like, I doubt it. Like you, I'm not good with these. Hearing it is one words. thing, and then reading it is another one yeah. in my mind. Uh, I get confused <laughs> from Indiana. <laughs> so uh, this basically translates to um, through hardships to hell, Ugh. and. The narrator is announcing, or Lucifer, I don't know who, but, like, the Antichrist is here. You know, in the first album, he was birthed, and now they're just saying, like, okay, we're here now. Um, We're here to take over. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny listening to these songs because, to me, they all kind of tell a story. Some more than others um but i liked it i thought it was was pretty okay the the chorus was pretty catchy so i thought that was cool yeah absolutely and we've talked about listening to songs in order and how songs are put in a certain way Uh, i believe with this first album and this album in particular these songs are organized in a fashion to tell a story yes i thought so too from beginning to end and then from the second album beginning to end i mean it's it's a flow chart of what's happening in, like in the world, um, in, in this particular world. So I think that's really cool, and that's why I like listening to whole albums. Like mm-hmm. if you take songs like out of context, like they don't really make sense. Yeah. Do they sound good? Sure, but does it make sense? No. And some things aren't literal, like we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. On to the second song, "Secular Haze." Uh, this is the first time I ever heard "Ghost." This is the first time I ever saw a ghost video. And it really set the bar kind of high because it was just like um, this hazy, like 70s vibe studio with these masked ghouls playing in the background. And then Papa Emeritus just kind of seeps in the forefront. And like, (laughs) you know, he's wearing his miter and the robe and scepter and everything. And it's like, what is going on right now? The song to me had very like circus it does circus vibes too. and i i've thought about that too and uh i think that kind of plays along with like um like the gimmick mm. like you know it's kind of a carnival show and you know and like kind of the kind of like making fun of religion and yes that I sort of that. thing uh and it, it i don't know it's kind of like kitschy and catchy and it's not like a typical rock song yeah and i think that's kind of why i like goes to they don't write like your straightforward like acdc songs or whatever whoever you want to say yeah but uh i like this song you know talking about um you know non-religion and how people can't see because of the haze and all kinds of stuff like that pretty cool mm-hmm. on to the fourth song this song is really interesting um Gigolo Har Megiddo? Megiddo? I don't know how to pronounce that, but I know what a gigolo is. <laughs> a gigolo is a male whore, a prostitute. And the Megiddo, I think, that is in the book of Revelations. That's where 
the final battle of the apocalypse mm-hmm. is supposed to take place. Yep. I believe it's in Palestine. It's like a like a like a hill or like a big yeah like mountain or where something. Apparently, many battles have taken place there before, but this is where the final place. So, this is basically, I think it's talking about how. You know he's here. He's like sexing all these women, and like you invited me here to do this. So this is what's gonna happen. And they're just kind of playing with that um, sacred place, like in yeah. Christianity. Yeah. You know, uh, just using it to their advantage, I guess. Which ghost does that a lot, <laughs> good or bad? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not religious, so it doesn't bother me yeah. like either way. But I'm just here for fun. <laughs> Did you like the song? Uh, yeah, it was pretty all right. Um, not one of my favorites, but it was okay. Yeah. I'm going to go on record and say, like, I like every song on the album. I don't dislike any of them. Do I like some more than others? Sure. But uh, like I said, like, I can put it on, uh, flip it over, and listen to the backside just as much as the first side, and I love it. Mm-hmm. So I've listened to this album several times over the years. I like it a lot. The fifth song, Goulet slash Zombie Queen. This is, um, I think, like it's about embracing the past, um, kind of putting things on a pedestal. It starts off as like this ballad love song. You know, it's all soft and kind of singing and everything. But then it comes into like this almost like surf rock yeah. type, um, I don't know, Phantom of the Opera type thing mm-hmm. that we circus sounding. I don't know. It's it's definitely interesting. Yeah, it, interesting is a good word to describe it because like when he's like whispering, I think what is it, Goulet? Yeah, Goulet. I was like, that is terrifying. Can you imagine <laughs> like something like just whispering that in your ear? Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the selling points of the band. Like um, the way he sings and he kind of has this thing he does after he says stuff. He's like, ah. yeah, it's and it's very just really haunting. like spooky. Yeah, yeah. haunting. Yeah, he, he really sells his character for sure. I, I, I really like this song. It's like seven minutes long. Yeah, I thought it was long. I honestly... It is. It was okay, but I kind of started losing interest in the song. I don't I don't think my brain can like handle, I guess, that long of a song. I typically don't either, but I kind of think of this as two songs. You know, yeah. it's like an A and a B, you know, or part one and two, however you want to say it. I will but, say this. I think... I can't remember if it was on this album or the one, the other one uh-huh. that we listened to. At one point, I was like, I'd listen to like three songs, like two or three songs, and I was like, dang, I thought this was like just a continuation. Like, I thought it was like one whole song. Yeah. So I thought they, like, in this album, they, they flowed, like, and in also in the next one, too, that they flowed really well. I agree with that. And that kind of goes back to the telling the story. It's like, I know they didn't, but it's almost like they sat down and just wrote the whole, wrote the whole thing all at once. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I with all the editing and everything else, I I don't know. They whoever put this together did a really great job. Like it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, I don't know how many albums this sold, but I'm sure it sold a ton. I, I didn't look that up. Maybe I should start looking that stuff up. Yeah, I'd be curious to know 
Yeah. Like how I would, you know what? I'm gonna, yeah, I'll make a note of that and uh, I'll start saying album sales and stuff because that's important. Yeah, oh, you know, for how sure. many people out there are listening to it? Yeah, obviously, singles and down like single downloads are different and everything like that, but actual album sales and but that doesn't account for illegal downloads and stuff like that. So, anyway, um, the sixth song on the album, Year Zero, this is one of my favorite songs because. It's one of the most evil songs it on is. the album, and it's one of the darkest songs on the album. It, it was a scary song, I will say that. I Yeah. It's essentially talking about um, Archangel, which is, like, the number one, mm-hmm. right, most powerful, whatever, um, how human existence is futile, and they're then he's comparing, like, human lives to lice. And, like, I'm the leader worship me that's essentially what's going on here mm-hmm. and what's he say like um these are the things you'll be saying now and it's talking about like the different names of yeah satan that's what i'm saying <laughs> like that's what it was like the, the osmodius thing yeah. i was like i am scared listening to this one yeah. something about like i don't know he says like five or six of them yeah five or six of those names i was like god this is this is rough. I am scared. Yeah, and it's got like a it's a cool song, like the tempo and just like the the way the guitars are and the drums and everything. It's kind of like a different song on this album mm-hmm. and um kind of breaks up like um their sound a little bit. But keeps it true to that like authentic ghost sound. Mm-hmm. In um the seventh song, Body and Blood, um this is another one that kind of like seals the deal. Um I love this song like it's it's super like catchy and singy songy, but it's really really dark. Yeah. Um. He's this is like a literal version of like my body, my blood, like they're actually like talking about eating like <laughs> yeah. uh, Christ God. and digesting and shitting him out. Uh. Um, I, you know, I didn't write this, so don't be mad at me. I'm just like reading the lyrics, yeah. You know, to anyone who's Christian or any kind of faith like that. Like, this is not me. I'm just simply reading what's going on here. But, um, it's it's uh it's a song. Yeah, that's for <laughs> sure. I, you know, I wasn't really a fan of this one. No, I don't, I don't know what it was. I just I couldn't get into this one either. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I've listened to this album numerous times, and this is the first time I experienced Ghost. Um, I didn't hear the first album until, like, a few months after this one. But so, you know, I had, I don't know. This one's just kind of my favorite probably to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like it. it, it I don't know. I, I like it a lot. The eighth song on the album, um, this is kind of interesting too, um, Idolatrine. Idolatrine? That's, yeah. Idolatrine. I think it's a play on two words. Um, idolatry, which is to worship an idol or a god, and then latrine, which is talking about like feces. Ah, uh, yes. So it's a it's a play on words talking about like how ple- people are like blindly following leaders and religion, basically. Um, did you care for this song at all? No, not really, because this one to me was, I think, the most like seventies sounding song. On the whole album. Yeah. And I just cannot get into it. Yeah. I don't like that era of music at all. I think it's mainly, 
like given like his age and probably like the music he grew up on. Probably yeah. like we talked about the last time, but I don't know. I just think it's they took that and made it like newer sounding. You know. Yeah, like I get newer I could, producers and things. But. I I could see that. It's just. I don't know what it is about that era of music. Yeah. I do not like it. I don't no. like anything about it. I don't all. care for it either. Not to go on, like, we won't stray off the path too far, but, yeah, Led Zeppelin and, like, all those kind of bands. Those are bands, like, when I was growing up, like, you had to like them. You, you know, yeah. you don't like Led Zeppelin, you don't listen to them, or, or whoever right. from that time period. Right. And I'm like, no. No, it's terrible. <laughs> I don't like anything about it. I don't. That's yeah. not what I grew up on. That's not what I like. I like a way different sound than that. Um, are they good? Sure. Um, are they talented musicians? Sure. Oh, yeah, and that's the thing. I'm not knocking anybody's talent. Right. I think they're all very talented musicians. I just don't like the sound of it. Yeah. If everybody liked the same thing, the world would be such a boring place. Yeah. And I'm glad I didn't grow up liking it. Can I listen to it? Yeah. Do I love it? No. It's just not my thing, like, at all. Um, I like a completely different style, so... Anyway, I'm glad that the people um, like it and they have something to like out there. So for sure, we only have a couple songs left. Being a like 50 minute album, like this is going just as fast as the other albums. But um, on the the ninth song, "Depth of Satan's Eyes," the narrator is essentially talking about how shitty the world is, but if you follow Satan, everything will be great, and he can save like formus, former religious people. There is a really, to me, funny line in the song. Let me find it real quick. I apologize. Give me one second. Do you have any like thoughts on this song? Uh, it was okay. I I couldn't get into this one either. It's like that one song. Uh, the song before it. Just kind of, I was like, "Damn it, I don't like this." I'm, uh, and then it kind of like moved into the second yeah. one, and I was just like, "I'm not into this." I think he's kind of like talking to God, like specifically on this, but it says, "The swamp of feces that is the world, flatulence a whirlwind storm in which you swirl, <laughs> in disarray you ponder your soul, melees, abandon the long lost man your child portrays." Like talking about Jesus. Yeah. What a what a lyricist. What a way to put that. Yeah. Gosh. You don't hear that a lot. No. Anyway, I like I like it and just talk about like falling into Satan's eyes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Really pushing it that um he's like he's the one to worship now. So he's here. The tenth and final song, one of my favorites on the album for sure, Monstrous Clock. Uh this is a double entendre. Uh, it really, it kind of chants over and over, like, come together um, for Lucifer's, ah, sorry, come together for Lucifer's son. And it's talking about, like, having sex, like. This song to me was like a rally cry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, it's time to get your shit together. We're going to do this yeah. kind of thing. It was like, you should have sex. It's fun. Um people do it we should all do it and we should do it for lucifer like he wants us to do that it's kind of funny yeah <laughs> gosh <laughs> it's great it's great and 
Ghost is a fun band, and they they used to be a different thing. They've obviously changed because it's been many, many years, about, what, uh, 10 years now mm-hmm. that they've been around. And, uh, of course, bands change and things like that. But this, they were really, like, dark and macabre when they first came out. And um, their stage presence was, uh, it was eerie, even for a guy like me who loves horror movies and like all things dark and that it was like uh they kind of command your presence you just see this guy walk out and it's like oh should i be here right now? <laughs> like this is something uh. but it, it's great uh, i highly recommend seeing ghost um even today like when i get another chance to see them uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'd really like to see them i think it would be quite the experience yeah, for sure. They do a lot of costume changes, and their stage set's really crazy. Um, incredible musicians. Uh, their lighting show's great. Uh, just everything just everything about them, they're really good. A lot of crowd interaction. And uh, everyone, they're kind of like one of those bands, like everyone wants to be there because they're a huge fan. I was going to so say. It's a really fun show. I feel like they would really have, like, a cult following. Yeah. Like. For sure, which is kind of ironic. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? I don't know. But anyway, out of let's say like out of ten ghouls, what would you give it? Um, I'd give this one like five ghouls. Five out of ten? Yeah. Oh I wasn't a man! I, I don't like the seventies. I can't get yeah. past that. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Oh man, I give it like a seven or eight. That's good. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. I love the early sound though. Like it, it just grabs me for some reason and. Uh, I really, really, really enjoy it. And I wish they still sounded like this. Like, I'm all for changing everything, but they really had something going here. And uh, things happen, but whatever. I can appreciate it, but... Anyway, so that's Ghost. But anyway, we're going to uh, we're gonna go ahead and do the rest of Ghost albums just because we want to see the progression of the band, and I thought that would be a really cool thing to do. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, there's only uh, three, three more, mm-hmm. so, you know... If you don't like Ghost, I'm sorry, but maybe you do like Ghost and you really enjoy this. So, And uh, if you don't like music from the 70s, the next album is definitely <laughs> a lot better. So, Okay, wow. I, lo- I loved it. I loved the next Little album. Little insight. Okay, yep. okay. Well, we won't get into it too much, but there that is when Ghost definitely started to change. Mm-hmm. Big time. You, oh, and it's so obvious, yeah. too. Oh, it's incredibly obvious. Yeah. But then again... We get another Papa. Papa three emerges. So, all right. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll end it on that note. And we won't spoil too much. But again, we appreciate everyone listening and uh, go out and listen to some ghosts. You know, enjoy the day. Bye. Till next time. Bye. <laughs>